Okay. <laughs> it's good. To, it's always good to yawn before the part where yeah, we're promoting our shit. It's like stretching the jaw. Welcome to the Beer and Loathing Podcast, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another hour of your, uh, somewhere, you know, like thereabouts of an hour of your favorite dudes shooting the total shit with the coolest men and women in the beer industry. This week I do have power, so that's cool. No more street dogs licking my wounds. <laughs> oh, that's not going to make sense because we're releasing that podcast two weeks after this one. Whatever, no more freezing to death. Enjoy! I'm Pete I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan, joined by Sam Sly in Denver, and today we're joined by our returning guest, Tristan, PorchDrinking.com. Welcome back, Tristan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Excellent. Good, good. And uh, as Pete didn't quite mention, we are live on site currently at Ratio Beer Works here in sunny Denver, out on the porch. That's why you might hear a little uh, wind gust here and there. Yeah, but it's it's pretty freaking awesome that we're sitting out here in the middle of March. I know. I'm not complaining about Short that sleeves, at all. Cornhole going in the background. I feel like I'm back in college yet. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is like a tailgate, but just for a Tuesday. Tailgating for podcasts. What's the weather like there? Uh, you know how I feel about talking about the weather, but it's sunny. It's well, isn't beautiful. That what people do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I call my parents, I feel well, like my dad is like, "Oh, not only do I have a weather report for you here in Kentucky, but I also know what the weather is in Denver as well." <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Do you have anything else that you need to be doing, Dad?" I'm glad to know you, my dad's not the only one who's like the weather channel guru of the nation because he's always telling me, "Oh, you're gonna have some good weather." I'm like, "I don't know. I haven't even looked at the weather report. I just look outside and see yeah. if it's snowing." Pretty sure he only has one app on his phone, and it's the weather app. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that's possible, but he found a way to, to rig it just so that's the weather for everywhere. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Pete, uh, what, what you drinking anything over in uh, Michigan? I am drinking some Boulevard Brewing Company Heavy Lifting. I really, really like everything that I've had by Boulevard, oh, except nice. the Tank Seven or whatever the hell that is. Really, you don't you're not a fan of the Tank Seven? Huh? Tank Eight, Tank Number Eight. There, seven's the one I know. It's a saison. Saison, yeah. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of that one. Everything else I've had is is so fucking on point, though. Yeah, I've, I, they're relatively new to Michigan, I think, aren't they? They're like six, eight months since they've arrived yeah. there. I want to say. Yeah, definitely under a year. Yeah, it's it's nice having them out here. Boulevard does some fantastic stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm actually going to be out your way in uh, Grand Rapids here potentially in a month or so. Um, I'm, no shit. I. I think i might be visiting founders um but yeah if i do i'll have to make a make a visit in person that's awesome yeah, you should yeah. definitely check out founders yeah, please do that would be awesome uh, Brewery vivant uh vivant is also excellent and yeah. the mitten is i don't think they distribute at all maybe i'm really okay. not certain but uh they were brand new when i left michigan and cool. they've got some really good things going on down over there uh, Harmony, another good brewery that good brewery that has a lot of uh, good beers right now. Yeah, hoping that I can drop in and see. Uh, is, is Speciation? Are, are they over there in Grand Rapids too? Yeah, they're okay, actually cool. like two miles from my sister's yeah. house. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we're actually having we're talking to Mitch. Yeah, next they're week. just north of Grand Rapids. Nice. Well, so hopefully I can uh, track down uh, or, uh, Mitch and Nick Whitney, right? Yeah. yeah. See if uh, he can strong arm him into seeing the spot. Yeah. Trying some cool. beers. Yeah, totally. Well, uh, I am currently, Pete, drinking the Antidote IPA, which I am enjoying immensely amongst with this wind. But uh, this has got this, like, really, I don't know, I was telling you earlier, Tristan, I just like the grain, like, flavor that comes through in this IPA. It's yeah, really good. Absolutely. 
Uh, and I'm drinking our uh, Rented World Session IPA, and uh, this is one of probably probably one of our favorite, my favorite beers that we serve here at Ratio Beer Works. Um, you know, th this beer started out as a collaboration uh, with five different breweries in town. Oh, wow. We all decided to use the same exact ingredients, um, same hop profile. The only difference was when we introduced those hops. Um, and so, uh, what we wanted to do from a distinguishing standpoint here at Ratio was utilize mostly uh, aroma hops versus bittering hops. And uh, so you don't have a ton of bitterness to it. Uh, instead, it's just that nice, uh, beautiful tropical fruit aroma and, and kind of finish on the end. So um, the one thing I love about the Session IPA is it doesn't die down in flavor. It's got a beautiful, you know, strong flavor throughout that, that sustains throughout the tasting. Whereas sometimes I think uh, Session IPAs have a tendency to just fall off at the end. Yeah. This one's really great. Yeah, they try to, you know, they're trying to keep it at low ABV so they don't necessarily get all the... I don't know something in there that the makes wolf. it stick around. Yeah, yeah exactly. that that punch in the punch in the teeth that I like with my IPAs. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I agree though. I I have the rented world on deck and I am ready, readying my body, ready to crush. <laughs> yes, crushinate. <laughs> yeah, I believe last time I was on the show, I did. I said like just everything I said was embarrassing. I think. <laughs> no, I think everything we all said was embarrassing. Okay. okay. You were totally a guinea pig. Like when we were just starting out, like using this format. So. I went with uh, some safe people with you and uh, Hannigan. Yeah, it's like if it sure. goes if it goes all to shit, <laughs> these guys won't judge me too hard for it. Well, so I'm glad you welcomed me back and uh, didn't ban me for life. Oh <laughs> heavens, no, man, no, no. It's it's great to have you back yeah, too. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, you do pork drinking. You're also the marketing manager here at Ratio, and as it just so happens, next week, which is considered the, the whatever 19th or 20th through seven days past that sure is Colorado craft beer week mm -hmm. and I mean you guys do a ton of events like I see you guys have comedy shows and you do a lot of cool yeah. trivia things um, what do you guys have going on kind of specially planned for Colorado craft beer week absolutely so yeah one of my missions uh, when I joined ratio was to really kind of bolster uh, our presence in terms of programming here at the brewery and I think it's it's a great way for um, to, to bring in a diverse crowd of people, diverse interests, and you know we've done anything from a drag show in the brew house to uh, you know a, a non-traditional trivia night. Um, we also have comedy, free comedy every Wednesday. Um, we have music, you know, all the time. Yeah, um, we're we're a very musically driven brewery. For those who aren't familiar, Ratio uh, is actually a punk rock brewery. Uh, by nature, our co-founders uh, Jason Jason actually played in a band called the Fairlanes. Uh, it was a punk rock band, and uh, our other co-founder Scott Ka Kaplan actually worked for record labels in the past, uh, predominantly punk punk rock uh, you know uh, outfits and whatnot. And so, punk rock is a huge part of our identity here. And um, so, we have ratio sessions. Uh, just this past Sunday, we hosted Beach Slang uh, in the brew house, and then we also have the Menzingers coming up on Friday oh, nice. this week. So. Um, lots of fun, lots of activities happening all the time. Um, no shit. Yeah. So I was actually going to ask if the Rented World IPA was named after the Ben Singers. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, it's that's it, fucking awesome. We do have subtle nods to music throughout uh, the brand identity throughout the tap room and also in the band uh, through the beer names and, and um, you know we're we're staring at this beautiful mural that uh, a, a Portland artist came out and did for Colorado Crush last year, and you'll see all sorts of musical nods from uh, an album record cover uh, to like a, a guitar um, and you know all sorts of things um, but yeah that's music is a huge part of who we are it's 
it's, it's uh, pretty rad because we get to we get to experience a lot of really neat uh, acts that come through here. Yeah, I think the first beer I ever had when I uh, came to Ratio was the Repeater, mm -hmm. the Pale Ale, and I was like, "Is this a is this a Fugazi nod?" And someone was like, "Hell yeah, it is!" I'm like, "All right, absolutely." I, I have found I found a home. This yeah, place is great. For sure. And every time I come here, Fugazi plays at least once. I mean, I was <laughs> standing out waiting and. Sure, shit. They popped out. I'm like, all right, that's, that's like 100%. Yeah, totally. I do have to actually give you major props because of uh, the music thing, and you know, you're talking about the different groups and diversity of people. Yeah. You guys actually brought in uh, one of my favorite rappers, POS, nice, for yeah. that free show. Absolutely, the Mapquest show. Yeah. yeah, I was like, hell yeah, drink ratio beer and watch POS sure. do a set, and he's actually playing uh, the marquee tomorrow. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. So, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much the only thing from a genre standpoint that we, we generally, I think it's gonna be hard pressed to find here is banjos um <laughs> i think uh bluegrass is the one one genre that is will probably never play at ratio just, so just won't yeah, fly. don't worry there are probably like 800 other breweries that will have banjos. <laughs> exactly that's kind of that's kind of our, our our focus is to do things that uh focus on a programming that most other breweries won't do so um but yeah for Colorado craft beer week we've got some fun stuff we uh we, I actually personally uh, joined a subcommittee for the Colorado Brewers Guild um, to help kind of improve or at least grow Colorado Craft Beer Week. Because in the past, it's all, you know, I think it's, it's done a great job of saying like, all right, let's just promote people getting out and enjoying Colorado breweries. But this year, we really wanted to refocus it a little bit and have a little bit more continuity uh, between the breweries. So sure. we introduced the idea of theme nights. Um, Monday night is going to be an education night. Tuesday night is a pairing night. Wednesday is a pint night. Um, take like take home the pint night. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think I don't think we have themes for Thursday or Friday. It's basically just go out and drink. I was gonna say then, go drink beer. Yeah, and then Saturday <laughs> is uh, of course collaboration fest. And so yeah, um, you know, one of my initiatives was to really focus on trying to encourage breweries to put on educational events on Monday night. Um, Call the Arms Brewery is putting together a really neat ancient uh, ales oh, session. Yeah with uh, Travis from Avery. He actually has been doing, uh, cultivating a lot of these uh, resurrections of ancient beer recipes. Um, and so he, he'll travel for three to five months at a time, do research on these ancient civilizations and the beers that they produce. And he's putting on a, uh, a talk at Call to Arms that night. Um, you know, several, I think Co uh, Comrade Brewing is doing a session on hops. Uh, wow. I think uh, Bierstadt Lagerhouse is doing one on lagering. Uh, so lots of really cool stuff happening around uh, not just the city of Denver, but also all around the state. Uh, so definitely people should check it out at uh, the Colorado Brewers Guild website. Okay. I think that's coloradobeer.org, I think. Uh, that's a good question. I can yeah. check. And that's, uh, I mean, they, they'll have like kind of a list yeah, of all the events and stuff. Yeah. And then here at Ratio, we're going to be doing a pairing uh, event at, with Curio Bar um, and uh, Culture Meat and Cheese down just down the street over at uh, Denver uh, Central Market. Uh, so that'll be Tuesday night of Colorado Craft Beer Week. And then uh, Monday night uh, itself, we actually, uh, backtracking to Monday night, we're, we're uh, porch drinking, uh, Ratio, and a bunch of other friends are coming together for a preview of Collaboration Fest at Alamo Draft House. Oh, nice. Um, so if for those who maybe can't make it to Collaboration Fest or want a sneak peek of some of the, the awesome beers that are going to be at Collaboration Fest, we're doing a special tapping event at Alamo Draft House down in Littleton uh, where you can try some of those uh, Collaboration beers on tap and uh, they're also giving away a pair of tickets at that event. So oh, nice. That should be pretty cool. You can also get last-minute tickets without all the fees because uh, those fees all suck and 
you want to avoid that. But uh, <laughs> yes. so yeah, Monday night uh, we'll be doing that. And Ratio actually did a, a really rad collaboration with our friends over at Weldworks up in Greeley. So, oh yeah, um, it's a chocolate orange Belgian Trapel. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. It's that be sounds awesome. crazy. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, Weldworks does great work up there too. Yeah. So, and the, I think the cool thing that most people don't realize is that our two breweries. I feel like I feel like personally, uh, just from a observer standpoint, I feel like both breweries have had similar similar growth. Uh, you know, experienced a lot of recent success. Um, I think Weldworks has a different demographic, catering more towards the beer, hardcore beer nerds, and then sure. whereas Ratio, uh, we you know, we're, we're, we're blessed being down here in Denver, having a wider not audience net um, to the general populace. But the cool thing about both of us is that we opened within a month of each other uh, two years oh, ago. okay. And so uh, coming together as a, as a team uh, to work on this collaboration is representative of that 2015 spring class of breweries that came in. <laughs> spring and, uh, class like that. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, we, ha we have a lot of respect for those guys. They make tremendous beer. And uh, I think we're all just pumped to work together. Yeah. yeah. I like seeing who does, like, get to work together on, these collabor on, the, on the collaboration fest, like yeah. beers and stuff, because every year everyone kind of, you know, takes her partner and dosey -si does yeah. so to speak and uh i don't know if that's actually how it works in country music but <laughs> <laughs> just, like, assuming but uh you know just kind of everyone switches up a little bit and it seems like you know everyone i feel like and, and i you know I, i'm not necessarily in with the brewers or anything but it feels like people might be talking about this before yeah collab fast comes up like you know what? it'd be cool to collaborate and they start talking about ideas and then when it comes around it's like yes they just link sure. up and and then get after yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a it's a cool tradition that's developed over the past five is it five years, I think, or four years. <laughs> yeah, maybe? it's something like that. It's um, easily been going on since I've been here, and that's four or five years yeah. now. But uh, it's really it, it is really neat because you know you develop a lot of uh, friendships in the in the beer world, and um, you know a lot of these brewers have spent a lot of time drinking together. Or, yeah, uh, going on trips together, and you know doing you know enjoying the outdoors together, and this is a good chance for us to kind of bring those together and. And it, it represents something that is different than any other industry out there. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, highlights the, you know, the wondrous aspects of beer and bringing people together. Yeah. So. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. We love it. Uh, it's. I think it's. I think it's. This festival is probably the best representation of what uh, our industry is from an event standpoint. Um, you know, I think yeah. that. You'll, you'll you'll find maybe higher quality beers at events like Vale Big Beers or sorry Breckenridge Big Beers, uh, maybe even GFBF uh, in terms of like rarities and hard to find stuff. But this is this is really unique because these are breweries that are coming together for a one once you know one time beer that won't be created for any generally won't be created for any yeah. other event. So. I feel like there's more kind of the artistry going around in beer with this you know they're they're yeah, coming up with sure. really interesting unique ideas and yep. you know it's it's a Make big an experiment a little bit more, yeah you know? like again have, they can have fun with it and i think that's something that's a better representation of what craft beer should be yeah i like so. it when they can push an envelope and you know maybe even try to one-up one another be like all right here's a crazy idea how yeah. will this work oh that's pretty crazy we got this one let's try this totally. out uh, it's i don't know it's it looks like a good list oh for sure absolutely yeah um, yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna, we had a lot of fun with it, uh, brewing with Worldworks. They came down with a bunch of crawlers, uh, on our, on our brew day and we actually enjoyed, uh, you know, Juicy Bits and, oh, yeah. uh, all the Media Noche and Acromatic series and, uh, you know, I think from a selfish perspective, it's a great opportunity <laughs> for us to all yeah. share some awesome beers and, and hang out and just, you know, have a great brew day. So. Nothing wrong at all with enjoying, uh, the fruits of 
of the labor, I yeah, guess, absolutely. Of, of brewing with <laughs> another brewery. Totally. Um, yeah, those Worldworks guys are, are fantastic. We're we were really stoked to, that they were that they were excited to work with us on it, and um, you know, I think I think people people will get a great opportunity to try some of the fun that we created uh, on on the 25th. So yeah, the collaboration fest. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, you know we. This Colorado Craft Beer Week, my goal, um, you know, in terms of my involvement, is to eventually grow this to a, a bigger event that, you know, is a, is a great representation of the state of Colorado as a whole. Uh, I, I really think that there's a lot we can do in terms of education, uh, of educating people who maybe are averse to beer or don't really understand beer, still wine drinkers. Yeah. There's still a lot of people out there who, you know, just stick to their buds or uh, nothing wrong with that. I, I love. I love a great course heavy, um, but oh, yeah. I think that you know craft beer doesn't need to be pretentious. It should it should never be pretentious. Um, you know this session IPA that we're drinking. There's nothing frou frou about it. It's just a great beer. No, uh, it's a great I'm, easy drinking beer. I'm onto uh, it now too, and I yeah, like I said, this is always just a good. It's it, I haven't had dinner yet, so this is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need and, anything high strength. You know we 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 make a beer here called the Domestica. Yes. I, I like to say that it's a great show beer. It's a great lawnmower beer. Um, it's just your everyday easy drinking beer. Nothing special about it, um, except for the fact that it just tastes great. So, amen to that. So, are you kind of envisioning like a more unified than Colorado Craft Beer Week? Like, yeah, absolutely. I think um, you know clearly this first year's is focused on just kind of getting getting all the breweries into the rhythm of understanding what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, I think as we get farther out in future years, I would love for uh, breweries across the state to lead uh, similar sessions that can be replicated across across their cities. Uh, you know, a great example could be we could have Chad Jacobson here leading uh, a session on uh, Britannomyces, the Britannomyces project, his his uh, passion, and then up in uh, you know Glenwood Springs. Casey could could be doing a similar kind of discussion on wilds, mm -hmm. uh, all giving you know lending their own special take on it, but um, kind of dialing it in for for their specific audiences. And the great thing would be, ideally, eventually, if we could get to the point where we could stream all of those seminars, so that you know people, beer fans all over the state and even the country can yeah. can use Colorado as a model um, to learn about craft beer and have, get, gain a better understanding of it. Um, but it, you know, it, it also starts at a local level. You know, I think there's so many breweries now that have become this neighborhood watering hole mm -hmm. and um, very community driven. And so even even smaller breweries that are springing up, um, you know, Zuni Street Brewery over in the Highlands, uh, in Lower Highland, just opened up last week. Uh, you know, would be great to see them lead a session just on Beer 101, just just sure. for that neighborhood to to really understand, you know. What's involved in the brewing process? Uh, you know, how does beer? You know, how do different styles differentiate from each other? What what play, flavor profiles can you expect from certain styles? Um, how how can you detect off flavors? Yeah. Um, you know the, the intricacies of hops and uh, even how water affects uh, you know the beer that you're drinking. So mm -hmm. um, you know you don't have to get too into the weeds of it. There's I think it, ideally we develop you know one-on-one classes for people who just want very surface level and then. You can get up to you know the 501 level, the 500 level for for those who are just super hardcore beer geeks who want to learn more. Yeah, maybe for home home brewing purposes or just for you know shits and grins. So. And I think there's plenty of both or uh, all of the shades of the you know, the type of people you're interested or the type of people who are interested in kind of what you're saying. You know, the 101 level, the 501 level. That you know, I think there's plenty of 
you know, availability for people that want to learn that stuff. Totally. And Absolutely. I really like this idea, you know, coming from a marketing standpoint, it's like I've always viewed like such and such beer week or such and such beer day as like, all right, that's great. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a marketing ploy. Like everyone's oh, like, yeah, sure. go drink some beer. This actually like puts some like more purpose behind it. It's yeah, it puts some weight to it. You know all, what I mean? It doesn't feel as hollow. In to all me. honesty, I felt the same way too, and that's why that's why I wanted to join the subcommittee because I I felt like there was a huge opportunity there, especially at this point in our industry's history and our growth. Um, you know, I think that there's so much more that that could be done um, other than just having the hollow name of Colorado Craft Beer Week and stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you've got like trivia events or painting and beer events, throw them on the calendar. <laughs> Hopefully, people will come out and whatever. Who cares? But this is this is actually more. This is more proactive. This is this is something that we're working towards to to try to further the industry in a positive yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, beer awareness, I think, is pretty well established. Yeah, especially absolutely. especially you know in our area in Denver at least and mm-hmm. other places too. So it's now time to take that next step. Totally. And uh, I think that's what you guys are doing. That's for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, so I, I have a question for you, Sam. And, oh, okay. Uh, I, I was wondering, what is the weirdest thing you've been chugging lately? Because I, I feel like when, <laughs> I, when I watch m- most of your your all's beer and loathing stuff, it's you're, you're downing some sort of uh, beverage very quickly. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to keep it somewhat vanilla, I guess, if you will, oh, with, no. the, with, with the chug. No. Uh, I mean, still the worst thing I've chugged was when I mixed PBR with sour gummy bears to say I was, I was having a sour beer. <laughs> fantastic yeah that one uh that one was a doozy yeah and then i also chugged a, a little hand grenade of mickey's that one was yes that one was harsh that's great and that was just i think more or less just the bubbles yeah <laughs> for sure it was highly carbonated i have some ideas still for some beers and I'm, I'm not gonna give away any spoilers or anything but i have some ideas for beers to chug in the future that are gonna involve a blender are you so. gonna do a special colorado craft beer week chug where you blend like 10 different Colorado beers. I up. might now. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Come on, on the I list, can't but... let beer and loathing get all highfalutin on me. I gotta bring you guys well, down I'm, to earth. I'm not gonna be highfalutin, it's just I'm a poor planner. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. That's more what it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that sounds like a great idea. You should, you should absolutely, yes. absolutely do that. That's, that's when the video streaming uh, capabilities really come in handy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll, uh, uh, I'm just spitballing here. I'll, I'll think of a line of good beers or not good beers but a line of Colorado beers and see if I can see how many in a row I can get before I have to throw in the flagger for sure grab the the old puke bucket because you know you know how much the internet loves people just dispelling their intestinal contents so uh are you guys basketball fans no not entirely but I did just fill out a bracket okay I was that's what I was wondering because when I think of March Yes, Color Craft Beer Week is awesome, but uh, I get into basketball. Yeah, I know. And uh, you went to Kentucky? I'm from Kentucky. Say? Okay, you're I from Kentucky. I didn't okay. go to Kentucky. Okay. But, uh, I'm a I, big, I'm I know I've seen Kentucky. you rooting for uh, the Wildcats, right? Absolutely. All right. And uh, I was wondering, with your all's Michigan background, whether you all were getting into all the craziness. So I think I have U of M and Kentucky duking it out in the semifinals nice. in my bracket. I yeah. and I totally guessed on all my brackets. I and you're I, probably going to get be the crazy guy on yacht that like they yeah. you who's like the perfect bracket. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I named my bracket Hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> yes. So awesome. I just That's figure fantastic. I'd try to be true to my actual bracket picking form. Cool. So, who uh who you who do you like? 
Uh, I'd like to say Kentucky, but I think this this is probably not our year. I think North Carolina has a really good shot. Um, they've got a they've got a they've got a tough road because they have to go to Kentucky. But I think that they've just been playing so well. I'm a little I'm a little worried about about North Carolina. All right. Yeah. So let it be known, North Carolina is the kink in Tristan's hose for the <sighs> yes, for the <laughs> for the finals or. Uh, Whatever the NCAA tournament this yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. That's how good I'm at basketball talk right there. That's the finals. I'm just going to start referring to everything as the finals. Yeah, that, that works. This is gonna be like, I'm going to be at Collaboration Fest, and I'm going to be like, you guys in the finals? <laughs> the finals of what? Like, you're like, oh, you know. Well, I mean, doesn't uh, doesn't one of the bars around town usually do a bracket-type challenge? Or I think maybe, so. Or did you guys do a bracket challenge? We, we have actually stayed away from doing a bracket challenge on post okay. just because... I feel like every other website tries to do bracket challenges and they're very they're not very well thought out <laughs> and everybody's like ah whatever and like, you know like uh, well everyone who loses off. is like ah whatever and then the people who are like yeah we're the ultimate suck it nerds yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then someone like Tim Barrel ends up winning it just because they have like the biggest fan base yeah because they have the biggest marketing budget yeah, market, yeah exactly <laughs> marketing budget marketing budget exactly <laughs> yeah Tim Barrel definitely does <laughs> anyway uh, that's neither here nor there. Exactly. No, no. Ten yeah. Barrel still <laughs> makes fine beer. Yeah. Uh, Pete, shall we get into uh, the old loaded questions section? Sure. Let's do it. All right. I was also just checking to see if Pete's still with us. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. Do you want you want to kick it off? Actually, let me, here I'll I'll do the explanation for uh, you know if we actually get some new listeners that haven't heard before. This is the part of the show where. Uh, once we feel like we know our guests well enough and we've maybe had enough beer, we can ask some more invasive questions that are borderline inappropriate. So cool. uh, Pete likes to ask good news, bad news type questions. Actually, this is probably different from the last time you were on. I think we went straight up like would you rather the whole time. So, I think so, yeah. So Pete asks would you rather type questions that are in the form of good news and bad news, and then I play good cop with just straight up would you rather questions. Cool. So Pete, kick it off, man. Okay, uh, so since this is kind of a, a new thing to you, I'm going to ask some real old school questions. So the good news is that you can make yourself completely sober at a moment's notice, the, regardless of how drunk you are, if you just say two words, and they're words that you get to pick yourself. The bad news is is that it only lasts for roughly ten minutes, and then after that you shit your pants and you're like twice as wasted as you were before. What are you going to use this on? Sorry, what was that? <laughs> Very confused. Yeah, they're complicated. <laughs> All right, you want me to repeat that one? Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> let's go back okay. through. Let's go back through that one. <laughs> All right. So, so the good news is that you find that you can make yourself completely sober at a moment's notice if you just say a couple of words. Okay. Uh, the bad news is is that your soberness only lasts for 10 minutes, and then you are double as drunk as you were before and also piss and shit your pants. Oh. What is the best place you're going to use this? Oh, okay. Um, as in, like, a location, like a setting or, like, an occurrence? A, a strategy, you know? Sure, yeah. Like, have you ever been like, God damn it, I wish I could be sober right now for 10 minutes? Mm. That situation. I don't know. This is tough. Uh, I, it's it's tough for me because I work in beer. So really, <laughs> most people that I'm around are probably drunker than I am. Um, so it's definitely Got not a work setting. Uh, I don't know. Probably. 
probably probably when I'm back home with my my parents. <laughs> Need that quick they, ten minute window. They, they've seen For me ten minutes. They, yeah, they've seen me uh, shit my pants many a time, so I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that's that's nothing new. That's true forever for the first couple years of your life, I imagine. Yeah, for sure. Unless yeah. you're an advanced like, oh, baby. That's old, that's old hat, whatever. <laughs> eh, nothing new here. Yeah, nothing here. The circle Diaper's of life. a little bit bigger, but it's same to still shit. Yeah. They're still yeah, the same sure. shit. <laughs> same shit, different day, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the, the weird thing is, I, I actually, you know, for working in the beer industry, I and also running a beer blog, I, I try to keep a pretty even keel, and I think the only time I really get crazy, and it actually happened this weekend, is when I see the band Bud Bronson play. Uh, Bud really? Bronson and the Good Timers. They they turn me into a werewolf, and I dance my pants off. So um, that's really the only time that I get really crazy. All right. So maybe for a 10-minute window during one of their sets, yeah, you just, sure. if you want to have like that moment of clarity, and then absolutely, yeah. and then you know. Hopefully, be nearby someplace. I can only dance if I'm drunk, right. so right. I would never use that. They usually they usually play in like the the seediest uh, of venues, so I don't know that I I want to be near a bathroom in any of those venues. Ooh, okay, yeah. If they're yeah, uh, the I'd, high dive is notoriously the worst bathroom in Denver. So I've been there. I yeah. would agree with that yeah. so far. For sure. On my uh, limited research. Yeah. I don't even like to pee in there. It's funny. My co-host uh, for our podcast, the the Porchcast. He actually is putting together a list of the power bathrooms in Denver, <laughs> as well as the power bottoms, uh, oh. which are the worst ones. <laughs> so, I thought, so I thought maybe he was making a unique crossover yeah. there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So, Tristan, would you rather go temporarily blind or deaf while drunk? Ooh. Probably, probably deaf, because I feel like if I were blind. I would just run into everything and seriously injure myself. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine like losing my sight if I have no balance or not no balance, but reduced balance yeah, and whatnot. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one's. Pete, what would you do on that one? Uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear what you said. That's because you never pay attention to me, Pete. Uh, no, would <laughs> it's would you rather? Uh, go. I almost read the wrong one. Would you rather <laughs> go temporarily blind or deaf while drunk? Uh, was the question temporarily blind or deaf while drunk? Yes, that was the that was the question, Alex. Okay, cool. Um, oh Jesus. Uh, probably deaf. I would. Ra- I, I think I'd definitely rather go deaf because I I don't I don't think. I could be drunk without my eyes. It'd be so much worse than it usually is. Yeah, I actually have driving a... home would be terrible. You know, <laughs> but which we don't do or advocate. No, not at all. <laughs> That's um, what Lyft and Uber are for. Exactly. <laughs> He's trying to get us fucking sued. You can just. Freak I wouldn't out. be able to see the Uber car or the Lyft that drove me home. You can you just know? freak out in the back of an Uber and then. Yeah. Look like a real ass. <laughs> get get a terrible Uber rating. Yeah. All right, people. I tip them like a couple of po- pieces of pocket lint because I couldn't see any money. You know. <laughs> this oh. this feels like a dollar, sir. Here you go. Sir, that is your shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> this is a receipt for your grocery bill. <laughs> Why did you buy that giant dildo? Why, why did you? All not? right. Anyway, <laughs> what you got next, Pete? This connection's killing me. Do you want to do one more? We're about uh, to the time anyway. 
Yep, let's do it. All right, blast off. All right, cool. So the good news, uh, you were actually speaking of CD bars earlier, Tristan. So yeah. the good news is you find uh, anything, literally any type of alcohol you want for free at any time you want for free. The bad news is every time you order a drink from there, you have to relive one of your most embarrassing moments of your life as if they're happening in real time. Would you call this bar home? Uh, <laughs> Think about your most embarrassing. <laughs> Absolutely. Because <Okay, awesome>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> really, I mean, if it's if if alcohol, if like my favorite alcohol is involved, then I can probably survive through anything, right? I would imagine so. Yeah. I mean, a nice a nice bourbon and a and a great beer, hand in hand, I'm unstoppable from any kind of forces. <laughs> the, the world is your oyster. Yeah. I like to think in this question too. There's a potential for a feedback loop where you can start having embarrassing moments again in real time, yeah, and then like reliving them. I don't know if that'd be like a weird. That sounds like you might a, be able to glitch the matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so like, I don't know. Um, your your embarrassing moment is happening, and then all of a sudden you're like, but there's beer. <laughs> exactly. And then like, and they're like, you're 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you're like but, so? but this says the opposite. This idea I have. What's going <laughs> exactly. On? Just turns into this really strange meta world yeah. of. Or like, like some awkward moment in high school and you're like, but there's beer. And then all the cool kids are like, okay, we're not going to give you a wedgie now. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like all right. All right. Yeah. Narrowly avoided that one. <laughs> just turns into... It's uh, Back to the Future, but with beer. <laughs> yeah. It's a combination of Back to the Future and uh, oh, what was the one with McConaughey? He loves high school girls. Oh, yeah. Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Now that is a crossover movie I would like to see. <laughs> I would also watch that all thoroughly. Right, all right, all right. Alright, uh, let's do one more Would you rather, for the road <laughs> Would you rather have a Stroh's or a kick in the nuts Oh, I love Stroh's I'll, I'll oh, one of those My man, alright, yeah. I knew I liked you Yeah, totally That one's easy, That's I don't know, I gotta, I gotta start Learning my audience better before I ask that question yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm from Kentucky, I drank shitty ass beer For the longest time And I loved it So I've found Stroh's once since I moved out here and I have never seen it again, and I've never been sadder. I'll say the one beer that I refuse to ever drink again is Beer 30. Have you ever oh, yeah. Beer 30? That is the absolute worst. I think it was like I think in college it was like $11 for a 30 rack. It was something ridiculously... Was like I think we might have had to pay a little bit more because we had, I don't know if you guys had deposit in Kentucky, but we had no, no. a 10-cent deposit in Michigan, so no. we had to drop an extra $3 on it because it's a 30 rack, oh, which is like, ugh. But, you know, you get that back if you manage your cans properly so can management's huge <laughs> i know that statement itself i've never been told to manage my cans properly before but uh well glad to check that one off the yeah, list boom. <laughs> done and done yeah no more beer 30 for me that's the moral of the story oh man me and do your research sam i know I just, oh shit that's that one's on me gang that's my that's right. bad yeah. but uh Little man, Tristan, thank you for coming and joining us again. Yeah, man. Thanks so, so much for having me on, and uh, hopefully I didn't embarrass myself too bad this time. No, I think you're solid still. With, without Hannigan around, I don't have to say anything stupid. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, actually, and also you, you might not end, well might not give him ideas on giving you a cardboard cutout at a beer festival right. now. Yeah, for sure. I, I've got. I'm trying to figure out a way to get him back. So, if any listeners out there have any uh, any theories or any ideas, uh, please do pass those. <laughs> Next yes. year's. Big Beers is going to be all about Ryan Hannigan. He is going to be the man of the hour, whether he knows it or not. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to figure out something. I'm in. 
I'm in. Maybe right. we form a subcommittee for that one. Yes. <laughs> that is a subcommittee meeting that I am all for attending. Sub, sub, subcommittee. <laughs> um, do you want to give some uh, info on porch drinking and a ratio? Like yeah, where to find absolutely. you guys? Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, porchdrinking.com. That's uh, the website that I run. And uh, also check us out at ratiobeerworks.com. Um, and also follow us on Facebook. That's where you'll find most of Ratio's events for Color Craft Beer Week. And uh, I think the did you did you ever look up the Brewers Guild website? Yeah, you were right on yeah. what you said, ColoradoBeer.org. ColoradoBeer.org for all of the event listings for Colorado Craft Beer Week. Um, lots of fun stuff, and uh, hopefully we'll grow that in the future and uh, continue, to, continue to make it more than just a marketing tool. And we'll have you on to talk about it then, too. That's our tagline, more than just a marketing tool. <laughs> that has me hooked, yeah. line and so good. That's good. Thanks, man. Thanks, Pete, and uh, hopefully I'll get to see you in a month or so. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'll be here. Thank you for listening to the Beer and Lolly podcast. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook using Beer and Loathing. But YouTube's kind of the uh, the odd man out, so it's tune in, get drunk. You can find all our videos there. Thanks for tuning in.